The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's... Well, it, 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 it is the podcast, It Could Happen Here, but for once... It is not about the world falling apart. It is entirely about putting it back together again. Uh, and and joining me to talk about putting it back together again is uh, zero of the other people who are normally on this podcast. But I'm joined by Shannon and John Hieronymus, who are part of the team of organizers working on the dual power gathering. Uh, Shannon, John, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hey. So I guess... The first part of the dual power gathering is dual power, and I think we should walk through what actually that is and what our sort of visions for it look like, because, I mean, I know we've talked about this on the show before, but that was a very, very long time ago, by which I mean, like, probably only, like, seven months, but, you know, feel, feel, feels like ancient history. So, yeah, I guess, do you two want to talk about what dual power is and how... How to do? Yeah, sure. I'm going to stop trying to think about what happened seven months ago, and I can <laughs> try to have that. Okay, whenever you said that, I was just like, "Oh, wow." Okay, no, never mind. Um, so dual power. John, how about I uh, go ahead and share with our audience well, what is sort of the poetic language that we have up on the website from the the organizers, and then we can kind of like break it down and talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, to... that, that works cool. for me. All right. So uh, the website text is such. Uh, dual power is a way to imagine the moment just before our movements converge as the possible becomes the actual. When the seeds of social transformation we have sown for generations bloom, when the old world begins to wither and new worlds can be born, is a way of thinking about how we got to that moment and beyond it. Dual power is the project of building self-determination, mutual aid, solidarity, and direct democracy in our communities by creating spaces that empower us all and from which new emancipatory institutions can emerge. It's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so what does that mean? <laughs> so what does that mean? Um, first off, I want to say like a shout out to I, a lot of people have been working on this vision of what dual power is for uh, years and years now. And that includes uh, a lot of groups um, that we are either in conversation with or have been taking inspiration from um, one of the biggest, I think, most developed groups uh, that's uh, doing that work is Cooperation Jackson, Jackson, Jackson Mississippi. Um, and I, I think the goal is I, people went out oftentimes when people just, like hear dual power, if they don't have any other um, context for it, but they are maybe from the left, they've heard about this moment in uh, the Russian revolution when there were these two competing like, uh, you know, bases of power in like, uh, Russian society while they're undergoing this like revolutionary change. And, uh, Lenin wrote a, like a pamphlet about it, calling it the dual power and looked at it as like a thing that needed to be like overcome by, you know, workers in Russia, um, to like establish a worker's state, um, which it kind of outlined in a book called state and revolution. And, but when we look at what they were describing, we kind of look at this as a thing that emerges in any time when there's a social revolution kind of unfolding in a society where you have various classes who are like changing like social relations. So uh, workers, peasants, um, different groups of people who like have like a class, have come together around a class interest and overthrowing their oppression and they they have to go through stages of building their collective power their collective identity their um and their uh kind of like overall strategic movement in a particular direction um and they create this tension between the existing state order and a newly emerging like uh like social revolution that's like overthrow challenging uh and overthrowing that like um power. So that maybe, being maybe said we'll, I, okay. yeah, <laughs> so like, we want to ground that we want to ground that a little bit in yeah. a like less historicized uh context or whatever. We could say maybe that it's the work that we're doing to build up the institutions and relational structures that we need to care for ourselves and each other. Um as we move through uh, sort of like different states of um, like institutional organization in the society, right? So when we're thinking about how do we meet our basic needs together in ways that are not dependent on the oppressive institutions that we're trying to overthrow, we're talking about dual power. Yeah, and it's like anytime working class folks, and it's like in a broad definition, communities people who aren't necessarily working but like depend on like uh taking care of each other or who do the work of reproducing every you know society um basically build their own independent power like uh to like to be able to fight back and to challenge the you know the status quo so like there's a lot of things that are kind of percolating that we've been like uh, that have been happening in North America that takes inspiration from areas of the global South, um, but also our own homegrown like um, traditions. Um, so that could mean anything from like your local mutual aid network to uh, your local tenant union to like a rank and file um, union of like Amazon workers or teachers or care workers, um, you know, whose existence puts them in conflict with the state capital, um, and like patriarchy, settler colonial relations, um, you know, like indigenous water protectors, um, folks who are building up places where the more developed it becomes, the more it kind of builds its own momentum and you have spaces that are like autonomous, fully like autonomous regions from like state power and to begin to like pick apart at capital and like reconfigure our um, like 
relations of like how we make things and do things and take care of each other in like fundamental ways. And we have lots of beautiful examples of this from the like organizing history, not even that long ago. And people will be familiar with some of the Black Panther programs or some of the programs that were integrated into the uh, farm workers movement and some of the programs that were put together by the anarcho-feminists who were trying to uh, support women's bodily autonomy and secure abortion rights through things like um, mutual aid healthcare and and things like that. So we'll see there's like a lot of really beautiful examples uh, of this work happening over time around successful organizing movements and we're all really excited about what's going on now and we want to see that just to sort of come together and flourish. I think it's important to think about dual power as something that's like, I, I don't know, like I, I think there's a lot of people who look at it as sort of like dual power is planting a garden. It's like, I mean, sort of, yes, but like there's, you know, there, 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 there's there's sort of two components of it, right? There's there's this sort of, there's a defensive component and an offensive component. There, there's a component that's about taking care of each other and there is a component that is attack, right? There's, there's, there's a component that is the people who are preventing us from taking care of each other need to be stopped from doing that. And so... Yeah, I think, I I think it's important to yeah, think about different kinds of, like, different kinds of institutions that you would not normally think of as doing the same thing as being part of the same struggle. And yeah, I guess that brings us to what you two and a lot of other people have been working on for. God, this has been this is this has been in the works for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, which 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 is the which is the the this uh dual power gathering and yeah i guess you should want to talk about what what that is because sure. yeah yeah well you know we've all been sitting around the past couple of years dreaming about being together <laughs> and so i think this is kind of the fruit of that dream right coming up at the end of july uh we're inviting everyone out to the indiana dunes for a camping trip uh and during that time, um, we're hoping to see a collaboratively produced uh, event that incorporates everything that the participants can bring to it, which we know far exceeds the uh, sort of even the scope and vision of the organizing body. So we're like really trying to um, just create a space for people to come together who are interested in these ideas, who have various levels of experience working with it that will be valuable to everybody from people who are brand new to this stuff and just want to learn more about it to people who have have been doing it for years, for decades even. Um, And yeah, that's sort of the, the underlying ambition of it is to get people together in space. So, you know, a lot of us have been to these kinds of events before and felt like the most important thing that we got out of that was the relationships that we were able to build and the people that we were able to meet that we could then carry on ongoing dialogues with and that we could find inspiration uh, in, in those dialogues and in those connections that would birth new projects that you know we don't yet know are even possible. And so this is kind of, at least for me, like that's the really important and exciting force of the, of the, the plan. <laughs> yeah i think that like they're cool the some of the things about this i think are really like it's been like really a collaborative effort to come up with this thing like we had the discussions about this is a thing that need that we thought need to happen because at the end of like by the end of the middle of 2021 we we're like look clearly we've all been through so many different experiences over the last 10, 15, 20 years at this point. Some of us are getting to be elders and um, (laughs) we, uh, and we need to like, um, it feels like it's now is an excellent, a, a really great time to have like a actual conversation about where we've, where we're coming, where we are, uh, where we're coming from and where we're going and how do we translate these experiences into like networks of like trusting relationships and sharing um, a sharing of all this knowledge is like we need to debrief like the like the past five years I think in particular have been like it's like crammed it feels like you know the whole saying like some some years nothing happens and some you know and some months decades happen 
mm-hmm. paraphrasing or whatever. And it's like <laughs> so much stuff has come. Ha- we've all gone through so many things and come to like, uh, and we're seeing people who didn't have like maybe uh, a stance on various political things or are like seeing their communities torn apart by like the, the real lived experience of like climate change and want to and need to do something about it. That sort of thing. Like bringing in people who have lots of experience with people who have maybe are just now figuring things out and really kind of like using and uh, taking this as a to- an opportunity to maybe to generate new knowledge so that we're going to be like kind of like clarifying what we've gone through and where we're heading and um get people like in the same space who like my as a like i do a lot of union shit so i'm always thinking about how do i get like rank and file union radicals in the same space as like a uh like a neighborhood abolitionist or a tenant union organizer or a community land trust and getting all these like different groups because together and then like thinking about how they overlap and support and build off of each other because we i think the operating theory of many of people who are involved in this is that every context is different where we're organizing but many there are many kind of principles that can kind of translate across contexts but the context will shape very like like the i was just talking with one of the organizers who's like 20 minutes away over in northwest indiana and you're like in gary and you know uh those areas and their context for building something like a an ecosystem of dual power organizations is going to be very different from my context where I'm like down the street from this big uh, global um, center of uh, capital that's like University of Chicago and like, and it's doing all in my neighborhoods being gentrified by $2 billion corporations. And I've got a big nurse union, whereas they're in the middle of like a neighbor a community that's being actively divested and destroyed, like just like eaten away at by like, because capital is just pulling out and has been doing that for basically as long as we've all been on right, but this then earth. At the same time, y'all are dealing with the same like biosphere complications and yes. climate change implications. And yes. so, yeah, we're thinking about the ways in which, like the kinds of affiliations that make sense for us to be successful in our projects are like, you know, they're not just, they're not just local. They're not just national. They're not just continental. There's like a lot of different things that are going on there. And that the only way for us to really like sort out who uh, we need to be in coalition with on any particular issue is to know everybody uh, and to try to understand better their their specific contexts and their specific experiences. And I think there's like, you know, I think, you know, to, to John's point about, you know, how much has changed in the last uh, you know handful of years or whatever. I think one thing that we've all come away from is the pace of change is pretty humbling. You know, um, I think we definitely all, we got, a, we got, we took in a bit of the, of humility around, around that. Like, what is it, that we actually need to do. We are definitely not prepared for it, you know? And it doesn't matter how many decades we've been doing this organizing work. We just are not ready uh, for how quickly things are changing right now. And the only way for us to get ready is to make sure that we shore up and strengthen the networks of people that we can rely on to produce kind of positive interdependence um, as we move forward with the continued chaos that is the contemporary world. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then part of this is also like thinking about, um, because the way this is structured, this isn't just like a series of panel discussions where we've like the organizers have curated, like here you're going to listen to, you know, uh, so-and-so who's like, you know, a prominent tenant organizer or so-and-so is like a prominent, like, uh, like, in like climate change direct action work, like the goal is, is that we like specifically chose a format and like officially it's called like, like an unconference. But the way I think of it is it's like, which, which comes out of tech, which I find kind of irritating, but that doesn't, but the, the core of the idea of the thing is, is that we're coming into this space and generating new knowledge not necessarily sitting there and receiving a bunch of knowledge from people who we designate as like movement leaders or experts. 
that doesn't mean that people who don't have a lot of experience and a lot of like skills aren't going to be there. It just means that we're going to be, because one of my things is popular education coming from the tradition of like Palo Freire and like um, everybody learning together is Mm -hmm. like, it's like taking those principles and kind of like doing them in parallel in various circles where there'll be a circle here of like cooperative or, uh, organizers or people who want to get co-ops off the ground. There'll be a circle here of people doing land trust work. There'll be a circle here of like unionists. There'll be a, cir- a circle here of uh, people doing like abolition uh, work and, or intra or people who are interested in all those things are getting those sorts of things off the ground. And as they work through like a, like they present, tell stories share ideas, do debriefs on like the various things that we've all been going through over, you know, whatever, how far back our timeline is, depending on how far, uh, which elders decide to uh, attend. Um, But then taking that knowledge with our facilitators and then being like, you know what, I think that these two conversations are happening kind of like in parallel would be better if they were merged together. And beginning to kind of like build that sort of like, and so the idea isn't to necessarily come away with like a pre, like we're not setting up like a, like a predetermined set of conclusions for people. We believe, and based off of, we've been having monthly community calls for people who are going to be attending all the different uh, groups of folks who will be coming to this is going to be, I think like the depth of uh, experience is going to be really phenomenal. Um, And people coming from, we definitely have people confirmed who are coming from Canada, people who we may be having folks with experience in indigenous communities in, uh, in Mexico. We may be having, we're, I'm fairly confident we're going to have people who have like just come from areas like Northern Syria and Iraq um, and taking all these different ideas and experiences and then generating next, like coming to new conclusions maybe unexpected conclusions or things that we didn't quite, uh, that we weren't anticipating, but maybe coming, even asking new questions, yeah. right? Like this is a, a kind of, it's intended to be a prefigurative space for engaging with things where we don't know what the right answer is. And I think we all need to really sit with the fact that we do not have like a clear right solution to the problems that we're facing right now. Like I've been, uh, kind of pulling on the slogan a little is like no gods, no masters, no right answers, you know, just like <laughs> get used to it. <laughs> we need to be more creative and we need to be more open to experimentation. And, you know, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming at us fast. And, you know, this is a, it, we, we, we hope this can be a space where we can kind of take some time to slowly get square with what it is we're going to have to be thinking about, even if we don't know what to do exactly yet. So I had a, I had a really good experience where I was listening to like one of the, like a person who came out of act up uh, giving a talk in in my neighborhood. And she was saying, because we had had questions, is this going to be about a a lot of theory? Are we going to be talking about a lot of abstract stuff? And um, this uh, organizer was like, you know, act up had no theory right? They did, they took action and the theory followed afterwards. And so the idea that we're like necessarily having coming to this with like the right answers already figured out is just not like something that I think is going to be a super generative discussion. The idea of coming up with like coming up with orientations and thinking about like where we are heading kind of in a general sense and then seeing how that unfolds and builds is, I think, um, a big key, a key aspect of what we're trying to do when we come to, uh, come together. Which is not July. to say, yeah, which is not to say that there won't be theory because that's not up to us. That's up to y'all. So, <laughs> you know, um, I probably, you know, like I, what I'm really interested in is having conversations about uh, like community mental health care, you know, and like for me, the theory is less interesting than, you know, like talking about what we actually need in the spaces that we work in. But that's, you know, that's where I'm coming from. And everybody else is coming at this from their own perspective, too. So I'm really excited to see what people bring to that space and what we can get out of it um, by just thinking that we all are contributing something constructive to that conversation. 
Well, and then also there's going to be a lot of discussion about like literal practical skills. Like mm-hmm. here's how you like, here's how <laughs> you, uh, this has always been the perennial thing. This is how you pick a lock. This is how you, uh, this is how you organize comms at like a, at like a, uh, like on a picket line. This is how you, um, pull together, uh, a demand letter for like a list for like tenants. Like, you know, these are the sorts of things that like, we're going to be talking, we're going to be doing concrete skill shares plus these discussions about our experiences and sharing our stories. And, you know, hopefully we're going to come away from this. A big goal of it is to um, come up with a lot of like different, like um, just like content. We're going to be recording videos and, uh, like uh, audio and like also and then transcribing things and writing things up. And we're hoping that once we're done, we're going to have a big report that we can share out with people who can't attend. Yeah, privacy concerns obviously considered. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, there, there, this is a very there, consent is a big is a big uh, thing with uh, us as organizers. I should hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You would think, but you know, not everyone yeah. is, is as down as you yeah. would imagine. Hey. So basically, we're building a perfect little utopia for like four <laughs> days, and y'all come out because we're going to fix the revolution. So, <laughs> kidding, obviously. <laughs> the following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. You're probably careful with your personal information. But what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 40%. Terms apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. 
Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. On, on on a more concrete level, like what what does like a day here look like? Like what are what are what are what are what are we doing? <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's a fun question. Uh, if I may, John. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, what we're thinking right now, basically, is that a day looks like we get up in the morning, we drink coffee, we have breakfast, and we have a little assembly check in to see how things are going. If we need to make any major adjustments, and we put up a. Uh, sort of a schedule for the afternoon's events that was populated from the conversation that was happening in the evening the night before and anything that anybody wants to bring up to that schedule that happened between yesterday and this morning. Uh, then we're going to roll off into um, basically what would be some of the kind of like things we already know for sure that we wanted to see happening that we could get on a on a sort of schedule ahead of time. So some of these skill shares that were planned that would require kind of like pre-planning or maybe some discussions that people reached out ahead of time that they definitely wanted to have. So that stuff would be happening earlier in the day. Um, that, you know, we're, we're talking about having sort of just like sandwich bars and, you know, make your own lunch kind of situations going on. There should be a lot of different things happening in different geographical locations on the site. So you kind of get, get a choice of where you want to go. It's not like there's one big event. Um, we're going to try to group things that are sort of thematically similar in so that they're nearby each other in case you want to go around and see um, what the different kind of stuff is going to be. And then in the afternoon, it's going to be like, I mean, you know, okay, of course, this is like how we're intending right now. The afternoon would be the um, discussions and skill shares and events and circles and spaces that um, were generated out of the conversations that have been happening in the space so that people came and thought, you know, we had this conversation yesterday that really inspired me. Let's talk about this and I'm going to make space for that. So we're going to have big map where you figure out where you want to go and you're going to be able to wander around and meet people. We're trying to incorporate a lot of events that make it easier to meet other people that you don't know yet. Um, where there's going to be tables where you can do arts and crafts. There's going to be game space for whatever kind of games you want to play. There's going to be places for kids to hang out. There's going to be a quiet tent where you can take some contemplation time. You know, at some point we want to do a, like a kind of grief circle for people to deal with what they've been kind of going through in the world and, you know, some, uh, you know, utopia envisioning arts space, you know, these kinds of things like where, um, you know, somebody wants to teach someone else a dance, like that's the kind of thing that we're really hoping can go on in the afternoon. Uh, then we would be feeding everybody dinner. And we kind of had this idea we've been playing with that we would have two campfires after dinner and at one campfire we'll have kind of an open forum where anybody can talk for like 10 15 20 minutes you know whatever however long people need who are there depending on how popular that is and just kind of air everything that's in their head and we'll have a note taker so we can try to incorporate what comes out of those discussions into the next day's agenda um and so that's sort of like what we were what we were envisioning, and then for the other don't, campfire, it's people yeah, who don't want to do don't, that. Don't, don't forget this: the other, the, the other, yeah. t- uh, the other campfire so, yeah. for people yeah, who are yeah. like, I'm done with talk. <laughs> I need to just sit and stare at some flames for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine I'll be going back and forth between the fires, so you know that's also an option. Uh, but the idea is to get kind of like somewhere between. I think what were we calling it? It's like somewhere between a conference and a music festival. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. There, where you're able to sort of move around and you don't have to go and sit in one place and do like, okay, for this hour, this is where I, you know, it's, it's, it's meant to be a bit more informal. Um, and we're hoping that that makes a lot more space for people to sort of explore and people to meet other people that they don't already know. I don't know if that, if that, if that sums up sort of like what I'm imagining. Cause that's like, you know, that's the spirit. So I think if that's the question, like, what does the day look like? Well, hopefully it's fun. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the main the main thing we're thinking here is to make it a sort of low stress and low stakes place that we can talk about some of the highest stress and highest stakes questions that we have to deal with. So, yeah. And like that being said, like, because 
we're modeling it this way specifically based on people's experience with like the symbiosis uh, federations founding conference, that sort of thing where there were a lot of stakes and people were Mm -hmm. trying to kind of like funnel different discussions through different ways. And this is not a necessarily critique of how that all went down. It's just like based on our, our experience and our experiences with those sorts of things. The goal is to, for this to be, if it's successful, the first of many of these sorts of things, um, many of these kinds of gatherings and discussions and to provide a model for how it could happen. Mm-hmm. But to keep, um, we deliberately decided that this, we're not going to make like a bit, we're not going to have a big points of unity debate and discussion and voting on assembly sort of thing. We will use assemblies for, you know, certain things like setting up like our uh, community agreements and that sort of stuff and kind of like getting the days rolling and kind of getting the days closed. But the goal is like to not is to bring people into conversation who haven't who maybe don't have the basis of trust for those bigger collective Mm -hmm. like discussions yet. But maybe they will later. But the, the goal is for now is we're we're getting uh, we're building and expanding our networks. We're building and expanding our trust with different people and building and expanding our knowledge so that we can go out and do the kind of work that we think we need to do to, I don't know, survive as a species on this planet. So um, that's one of the reasons why if there are some people who are like, oh, I don't know, this seems really kind of wishy-washy. It's very, it, that was a very deliberate decision based mm-hmm. on previous experience from organizers who had been to these sorts of things. And the goal is really to, to have a place where we can have discussions about high stakes issues without being so invested in it that we feel like if our concept of how to solve that problem doesn't come out as the like solution that we've somehow failed. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, like, think- yeah. I was to say that, that I think one of the one of these things that you that you uh, brought up there that's really important is like not even just in these previous conferences or congresses or gatherings that we've been to have we seen this be a problem, but basically at least I can speak for myself in a lot of organizing spaces that I've been in over the past you know like fifteen years that I've been pretty active in in the organizing universe. Um, basically, that one of the main problems that we have with this kind of like space of trust that we definitely know that we need to be able to work together moving forward is that we don't really have shared language a lot of the time. And we think we do because we use the same words, but we often use them to mean different things or we often use different words to mean the same things as well. And then we come from kind of different organizing cultures and a lot of different places like that some are more or less, uh, we should say that maybe that there, there are different places where you show solidarity in a different way. You show good faith and you show that you're committed in a different way. What it means to be democratic in a space seems different depending on this on the tradition that you, that you maybe come from. So what we're really hoping to do is kind of make space to incorporate all of that. So we were, I was joking, it was a camping trip where many camping trips fit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that like that there should be an opportunity for people to kind of like learn to talk past those those barriers that we might have to, to understanding each other. And like that success would really look like people coming away, like believing in other people's commitment to get this done. And with the kind of contacts that they need to support each other moving forward as things come up in different places, as opposed to just like, here's a solution, like here's a blueprint for how to get this done. You know, that relationship that you have with a person who's had that experience in the past is going to be way more valuable than any document they give you based on their experience, because you're going to be able to say, well, shit, I wasn't expecting this to happen. Like, what do we do? And then you can talk through that with them. And like, that's really, I think that's really the foundation of our being able to share this knowledge with each other is that we have the opportunity to kind of engage in these ways that are like, more focused on the kind of just uh, sort of dynamism of the of the challenges that we're dealing with right now so emergence is a big thing things yeah. are always gonna like things are always going to be changing like uh we are we need to be prepared to deal with a world that's going to be throwing challenges at us that like we haven't like 
we haven't had solutions for. And like, because we're going through this like really kind of like catastrophic, like uh moment of like uh climate change. And, um, and <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but like, and so it's just like engendering the idea, the idea that we're constantly evaluating what's happening around us uh both like at our local level and across the you know regions and globally and then taking new knowledge in and coming up with new solutions um in a real like in like a truly experimental way like thinking about things as like experiments and how we're going to like come up with new solutions to these problems because it's just well like as we kept telling people because when we we're out there uh trying to bring groups in everyone's selling us our capacity this sounds great our capacity is incredibly low uh and that has just been across the entire like spectrum of organizations yeah and that includes huge big put together organizations like you know unions versus little mutual aid groups everybody Mm -hmm. is dealing with this like feeling of exhaustion and like capacity. Our goal is to get people together so that they can build capacity um, through these discussions and be prepared for things because capacity is always going to be an issue. And our goal is to get people to this point where because their um, their mindset is okay, new challenge, let's think about it critically and come up with solutions that fit this moment as opposed to keep trying to force things into um, preset like easy i mean i don't want to say easy but like i think that sometimes like everyone's trying to mine history for the like the the one weird trick to solve all these problems and i think that the one weird trick is that human beings are creative critical thinking machines like our our brain is like this thing for taking in information and generating new new thought and action and we need to embrace that um because if we don't, I don't think we're going to be very successful. Certainly. In the, yeah, in these times of, an, of just increasing uncertainty, that kind of humility and flexibility and like continued building of comfort with that uncertainty is going to be super essential to our being able to maintain even sort of like the basic ability to take action, I think. So we're going to have to like continue to like to lean into that uncertainty and to sort of, I think, you know, like kind of historically, the being comfortable with things changing and being comfortable with uncertainty is actually one of our great strengths, right? Cause we can actually start to get moving while everybody else is still going, what the hell? You know? And so I think, you know, that's going to definitely be something that's going to serve us. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> High five casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high5casino.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. 
Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I, I, have, I have one last uh, question on an extremely practical level, which is like, what what is the like facility situation here? Like how what what are what are people sleeping in? Uh so like in the right now we like we have a camp space reserved for two hundred people. Um and so we understand that camping is not always super accessible, but we are very fortunate that like the National Lakeshore has specific accessible facilities um for folks and we do have uh disabled like uh comrades coming to this event and we're working on making sure that those uh with their particular needs don't um keep them from participating fully in the events there's um the discussions and circles themselves will be um at like shelter space um a bit away from where the uh, camping is happening. So we're organizing transport between those two spaces. Um, For people who cannot camp, we are uh, working on organizing some hotel space for folks. Um, And then for people who can camp but don't have any equipment, our goal is to, we're going to um, basically acquire like enough camping equipment for a sizable chunk of folks to come. And uh, it's like literally today walking through uh, Walmart with my uh, daughter, looking at their camp equipment uh, and pricing out things like sleeping bags and camp uh, like uh, sleeping mattresses, tents, that sort of thing. So yeah, if people have have stuff they want to donate to the cause too, like I think we should be able to take some of that in. We were just talking yesterday about, the um, possibility of having uh, like camp gear repair zone. So if you have things that you find at the thrift store that are like a torn tent or something like that, we'll help you fix it. You know, we just want to make sure that everybody has these uh, supplies as well because they're they're broadly useful. I know I've used my camping gear in uh, some uh, politically motivated ways in the past. <laughs> so I think that it's not bad for people to have it if you need it, just saying. Also, uh, you know, the camping aspect of it is also, it's more of a feature than a bug. Like there's like a, like, mm-hmm. so, to, so to speak, like the pandemic is not over yet as we're like seeing, right? Um, in spite of everything that like uh, the, our ruling class is desperately trying to get us to uh, agree to. And so having um, the accommodations outside and doing the um, doing the actual events like out out of doors where there's lots of ventilation, we think is like right now one of those events so that we're not going to get so that people aren't going to come away from this um, getting sick, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, from I mean, as a person who's recovering from COVID uh, COVID round two. Um, and as a healthcare worker, that was one of our big uh, concerns because we, we, when we started making these plans, 
we really weren't sure what was going to be happening in terms of the pandemic and having it out of doors was just like a surefire way that we knew that we could at the very least we could minimize the chances that people would be getting sick from just showing up and being in the same space together absolutely and we're definitely encouraging people who are coming together with friends and comrades in little groups to self-organize their camps as much as they would like to do that, um, to sort of make plans together, to limit the, um, you know, the, the need for, for spaces, you know, with sharing up tents and all this kind of stuff, which to the extent that people are comfortable with that, that you know people, if you need to get in touch with people from around you. If you don't know anybody, you can reach out to us. If we know anybody else who's looking for somebody to try to coordinate with, we'll definitely put you in touch. That's something we want to be able to do is like offer some of these connective services to help people um, kind of link up with people who are coming from, from their areas or people who are interested in the same kinds of things. Um, and so we're kind of thinking our, of ourselves in the organizing body as facilitators of those connections and trying to like imagine how what we do will make those connections most likely to to happen. Um, so, in terms of the of the facilities as well, I think we we talked about trying to get some camp stoves together for people who need to use sort of a kitchen space to try to limit the amount of things that people need to bring for that. But definitely feel free uh, to bring bring your own stuff and 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 set up whatever whatever you need. And let us know if you need help from us. We'll we'll do our best to accommodate that. And people are getting fed. Like, so we're mm-hmm. planning on having meals uh, arranged and that'll be vegan. And uh, with the caveat that folks who want to have separate food can like do their own self-organized, like cooking, if that's a thing that, they, that they're really committed to. Um, and we're planning on having like all the necessities of like lots of water, making sure that like we've got um, first aid lined up. There's going to be street medics who are participating in the work of organizing all that harm reduction. Um, and just generally like, uh, like some of the other things that we haven't really mentioned, it's like, we know that we're bringing a bunch of people with a lot of big ideas and big personalities together. And that means we're probably gonna have to deal with some conflict. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, having, um, conflicts, uh, like people who are good at mediating conflict, we're going to have like a, a crew of people who do that. We're working on um, like child watch training because this is going to be like a family friendly space, um, making sure that we know how to take care of each other in case like shady people from outside try to do something like whatever. Like our goal is to just make sure that like this is um, as safe as it can be bringing people together accessible as it can be understanding the limitations of there's going to be you're going to be outside so there might be you know all the some of the fun of having like a collective group of people all outside together which can be a lot of fun i in yeah, my experience <laughs> like i'm i'm waiting for karaoke and for um like our open mic and people bringing out like instruments and like just having like you know, uh, we were even discussing like, um, you know, some soccer, uh, potentially being a thing, um, determining, uh, like placing bets on who's going to be more into soccer based on various ideological affinities <laughs> and past experience. And, um, yeah, hit us up if you want to play some music, if you've got an idea for something fun that sounds cool to do. And just to, to come to circle back to this, I think like with the point about conflict mediation, I just want to make that like super clear, just because we're not going to spend half a day trying to come up with community, uh, po- the points of unity does not mean we don't have expectations about how you act in the space. So our plan is basically to say, like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> and then that means you know like in all the ways that we know uh that those things can happen and then if somebody accidentally is being an asshole or somebody's are accidentally being an asshole like that those are things we can we can manage because we all know what it is that we're doing here um so it's definitely not a free-for-all you know it's a this is a space where the normal things we would expect in space are expected you know explicitly yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah oh well oh man i'm excited <laughs> yeah me too um yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to people i, I don't know I, I i don't actually know how widespread bonfires are 
in the U.S., but we do a lot in the Midwest, and bonfires are a great time. I'm excited oh. for people to experience that. It's it's great. Love it. Um, yeah, so I guess, um, do you two have anything closing that you want to say? And also, where can people find this and attempt to go to it? And also, when is it happening? Because that's, that's another important it's going to be July uh, 29th through 31st, um, and attendance is uh, free. There's no uh, there's no charge, but we are soliciting donations. So we're doing a fundraiser um, through Open Collective, um, and we've been very generously uh, given uh, an offer of matching donations from uh, one of the organizers who got like a got a little bit of a chunk of change to kind of contribute to that sort of thing. We're very um, excited about that. So, uh, if you go on to, you can follow us on Twitter and, uh, and I believe that's at, uh, dual power, uh, 22. Let me double check. I think it's at dual power gathering, uh, is our Twitter and, um, the website uh, is dual dual power, 2022.org. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you go on the website, you'll find the links to everything you need to know. You can get in touch with us. You can, like, you know, give us your your feedback. If you love it, if you hate it, if you, you know, whatever. We're, we're probably not going to change the whole thing right now, but show up and we can change it at the time. <laughs> so. I, I'll also say we do have, like, a organizing Discord and people who are, like, serious about, like, getting involved and want to have things, like, want to come to this and with things that they have specific visions for now is like absolutely time to get engaged with that because we're like, we're working towards making, uh, getting people into the, like who are the participants to really own the event itself. So, um, that'll be like, that's something we have. I believe we're going to do probably two more community calls, one in uh, June and one in July. Every one of those calls has been really amazing. Lots of great people. Um, and, during those calls, we're going to be doing some training on, because you got to do some prep work when you're doing this kind of like generative discussion, like popular education, like unconference style um, events, like coming to them with a little bit of an understanding of what that looks like is really key to uh, it being successful. So um, we encourage people who want to come get signed up and then you'll get into our mailing list and our mailing list is where we, disseminate like when those calls are happening and you can also hop in our discord uh and as long as you're cool and agree to our community agreements we would like bring you in and like get all sorts of shit together and we're very excited for people to come in uh, there's still a fair number of slots open for the event itself we're like almost halfway full so yeah I mean, definitely we're, we've been trying to think about this as an event that we would want to go to and we want it to be an event that you want to come to also. So help us make it so. <laughs> yeah, that that's, yeah, th th this is really exciting. I'm going to be going to it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you to you both for, for joining us for talking about this. And I'm excited to, I'm excited to see lots of people there. Hey. <laughs> hey i mean we've all been wanting to see each other for yeah, two, and, two and a half fucking years right yeah. so yeah. I, I miss just... your i miss seeing your face with dimension <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sick of your flat face <laughs> for real well, yeah thanks so much for having us on to talk about it and yeah, uh, really looking forward to it I mean, we're getting closer and closer. It's just like, it just gets more exciting and also a little nerve wracking, but thankfully a lot of people have been stepping up and I'm very, I, I'm confident it's going to be really like a really great thing. Yeah. And we, we will, we, we will have links to everything in, in the show notes. Um, yeah. This has been, it could happen here. You can find us in the usual places that happen to your pod and stuff. All right. Goodbye. Have fun. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all-day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6x visit tomboyx.com your credit card should match your lifestyle at kemba financial credit union choose a card with benefits that work for you for a limited time all cards have two percent cash back on purchases and zero percent interest on balance transfers for a year apply at kemba.org restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024